This is The Edge of Parenthood, your expectations meets reality look into preparing for parenthood. From parents who are on the journey with you, I'm your host, Emma Wilson. Welcome back to The Edge of Parenthood. This is part two of Dallas's story, where we chat about what it's been like to become a mum, run a business, and figure it all out on the go. I do have to apologize for the quality of the audio today. Tech issues have meant that we've had to use a backup recording and it's just not sounding as smooth as usual, but I do hope you'll bear with this anyway and enjoy Dallas's story of becoming a first-time mum. Welcome back, Dallas. You have a brand new family member to share with us. I've got uh, little Grace is five months and about two weeks old at the moment and going very well. Could you tell us a little bit about her birth story and how she came into the world? So everything went really well. Uh, The worst thing through the pregnancy was probably morning sickness. I was just quite sick pretty much the whole time. Um, But other than that, everything else went really well. I had my last checkup with the midwives and she had turned up the other way. So she was actually became breech. So they suggested waiting until right up until 37 weeks and then doing an ultrasound and seeing whether they could turn her or what we do there. Unfortunately, she didn't want to wait. And I went into labor a couple of days before the appointment. So I went into the hospital and had an emergency C-section, uh, which all went really well and everything was fine with her, luckily. And she came into the world and happy and healthy. Yeah, not quite the way I was planning. I was hoping for a natural birth and I'd been studying up and reading all the things on different ways to do everything and watching all the videos and everything like that. But it didn't really work out that way, but still was fine. So. You got her here really safely in the end um, after that dramatic early entrance. Yeah, that's it, definitely. Um, it all happened very quickly. So it was about, I think, 2 o'clock in the morning I had a, I thought, oh, just a cramp. I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel good. And I woke up and I thought, oh, just have a shower and see if it goes away and whatever. And, yeah, had a few more and I woke Adam up and I was like, oh, I don't really want to wake you up if it's nothing. don't want to drag you into hospital, but. I think we probably should go in and I'm glad we did because it all happened very quickly after that and I only, yeah, had her a couple of hours after that. So it all came on very intensely and very quickly and it was a lot, but we got there. She was not waiting. Did you feel her turn when she became breech? No, it it was, yeah, it was strange because they had all the other scans and everything, she'd been up, like been facing the right way and everything was fine and then, I'd been feeling quite like leading into that skin, quite uncomfortable. Felt like she was sitting very high up under my ribs, and there was a lot of pressure there, which didn't feel right. And I think that was actually her her head just pushing up into my ribs. I did think it was something was a little bit off, but yeah, other than that, that was probably about it. Really, we spoke previously about how you would have liked to consider going privately um, if you had have had the health insurance sort of organized before being pregnant with Grace. How did you find the public system in the end with your experience? It was actually really good. Um, I really couldn't fault it to be honest. I had her at the university hospital and I did my, I started doing my appointments with just my GP and then did shared care with the the midwives at the hospital as well, which did end up being a bit confusing because the GP was saying, oh, that's an appointment that you need to have with your midwives. And then 
the midwives were saying, oh, no, they're, they're appointments that you need to have. You know, your GP should have done this already and that sort of thing. So I ended up just switching to full care with the midwives at the hospital. So I had the rest of my appointments and checkups and everything at the hospital. And everything was actually, yeah, really good. Midwives were great on the the day and the couple of days I was in there. They were all really great as well. The nurses couldn't have been more help just with helping me out. I had no idea what I was doing and they were all there around the clock. Just if she started screaming or something like that, you know, they were there going, oh, try this and do that. And yeah, I really couldn't fault it. So actually, yeah, all worked out very well. I was very happy with it. And how have you found recovery from the C-section? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, The first, probably up until six weeks was probably when it felt normal again. First couple of weeks were a bit tough. It it wasn't as bad as I probably thought it would be. Surprisingly, you still managed to sort of get around a lot better than, you know, you would think after having a major surgery. The hardest things were probably being in hospital and trying to sit up and to pick her up and that sort of thing. And then just once I was home, getting in and out of bed was probably the other hardest thing and just in and out of chairs and that sort of thing. Other than that, it was okay. I did get like a bed pole just to pull myself up. That helped hugely because I did find that was probably the, yeah, definitely the hardest bit of all of it. But other than that, recovery and everything all went well. I just had to take it easy for a little while and Every now and then I'll get a little pinch or something in the scar, but other than that, it, everything's back to normal. So, yeah, quite good. Is the bed pole something that the hospital recommended for you that you had at home or you had that just in hospital? No, so that's the only thing that actually didn't have anything in the hospital for me to grab onto. So it was actually really hard to get out of the hospital bed. But Adam, after he'd been working at the family business and he suggested it. So he thought, oh, you know what you need? Like I said, oh, I can't get out of bed. Like I need, you know, I was getting him to like pull me up and everything like that. And he's like, oh, I'll get you a pole. So he just got it. It's just a straight pole that you just hook under the mattress. And yeah, he organized that and got that for me. And it, yeah, made a huge difference. I ended up keeping it. You know, I said, oh, I'll just need it for two weeks or so. And I ended up, you know, I'd add another week and add another week until yeah then I thought oh, no, I'm right now I didn't need it so yeah I would definitely recommend that as a, a must-have to make things easier and is that something that is a mobility aid that you would find in like a aged care kind of yeah. hospital yeah. resource yeah. store yeah that's it yeah uh, interesting yeah he, he had the knowledge <laughs> yeah that's it he was all over it <laughs> that's a great niche recommendation I haven't heard that yeah yeah Well, I was going to ask if you could tell a pregnant person one thing from your birth experience, what would that be? But that may be the bedpole. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's it. That could be one of the most important accessories. Other than that, I would (laughs) probably just say don't plan on it going to plan. You know, I sort of had this idea in my head of, okay, I'm going to have a natural birth, I'm not having an epidural, I'm not doing this, not doing that. And yeah, that changed obviously fairly quickly, even with the option of you know, they wanted to turn her and then they still gave me the option like, yes, you could try and have a natural, but then also if you try and turn her, you know, there's still a chance you're going to need an emergency C-section. And it gave me a few different things to think about that I hadn't really thought about. I never thought, oh, you know, a C-section was never in my in my plan. So I think, you know, and I watched all the videos and everything, and which is good. It still gave me a good, I guess, understanding and probably helped me to decide to go ahead with the C-section in that as well and to not try and do it naturally so that did help like that but I think yeah definitely not planning on one set way because it it doesn't necessarily happen like that (laughs) and I was definitely keen for the epidural after contractions so 
yeah, that was that was quite good. <laughs> yeah, you kind of copped a bit of both, didn't you? The fast labour coming on and then the rush to get the C-section. Yeah, that's it. So something we spoke about quite a bit in the first episode in your part one is that you run your own business with Adam, which is in the horse racing industry. I wanted to get into how Grace has has fitted into your work life and were you able to slow down when she arrived or did it stay business as usual? Yeah, she's fitted in really well, actually. She's I think she was only a few days old and she was at the races and she's been to nearly every race meeting that we've had since then and she's at trials and she goes into the track in the mornings and everything like that and comes out into the stables. and So she definitely works around around us. I was able to slow down a bit, which is good, obviously, as well. And that was another thing that I didn't take into play. And I was sort of thinking, oh, I'll have her naturally and I'll, I'll be back running around within a couple of days and doing all my jobs and everything like that. So I did have to actually take time and slow down and be restricted, which I didn't really like, but it also allowed me to spend more time with her as well and be a mom. But we definitely just fit her in and make it work. She's actually really good for it. She just does what we do and yeah, it, it's been working out well. She enjoy being around the horses now that she's a bit older. Yeah, she um she tries to pat them, and there's a couple that really like her, and yeah, she grabs onto their noses and smiles at them and everything, and it's quite cute, really. But she'll come out and I take her out in the mornings, and she'll sit in the pram and just watch everything, and yeah, she um she's copes with it all really well. With balancing your work life as well as uh, your relationship as new parents. How has Adam supported you in motherhood and how have you supported each other being parents? He's been really good even from day one, you know, just to from running out to get things for me when I need them or, you know, I sent him out to get a, a pump, you know, he's, he's in there talking to the ladies, trying to work out what to get and, you know, helping me to do whatever I needed to do and he was really good like that and, we're just, just sharing it around, I guess, and we have a, a bad night or something like he'll take her for the day so I can get some sleep and vice versa or if he's got a big day at work and I'll look after her and get all that sort of stuff done and we just, yeah, just kind of share it all around really well and there's no set sort of jobs for each other, I think. It's just help out when you can and do, you know, whatever works at the time, I think just works best for us and we just share all the jobs around and yeah I think that kind of works for us. <laughs> Do you think that sort of a teamwork approach you've found from working together as well in your business that you just if you see anything that needs to be done you just do it and that attitude has been what you brought to parenthood? Yeah I think so yeah whoever needs to do whatever at that time you just do it and just make it happen and I think we work well as a team and I think you know working together and we just in the business is pretty much the same with with the little one it's just a bit more fun with her how has feeding looked for you and grace have you breastfed or bottle fed or both so both i would have liked to exclusively breastfeed but i don't know whether it's because just being so busy i probably ran around too much or something i just have struggled with production so I've been from probably a month and a half, two months old, I've been mixed feeding. And so still still topping up with breastfeeding, but mostly bottles at the moment now, just struggling with supply, but um, she's healthy and happy and still growing and everything. So it's working out. I had to try a few different formulas because they did upset her belly a little bit and took a little while to find one that actually worked for her. But we've got her on a good one now that she seems happy with. So it's 
yeah, it definitely does make things easier. With her not liking certain formulas, did that just amount to an upset tummy and an upset baby that was what you um, noticed and knew that you had to try something else? Yeah, yeah. So she was was quite a colicky baby early on. She, she'd just get lots of pains in the belly and would just be sucking a lot and just not happy. And then, then sometimes she'd struggle to go to the toilet and that sort of thing. Tried a couple of different ones and she was the same on a couple and just, yeah, just really unhappy and just really gassy and not happy. And then pretty much as soon as we changed over to the one we're on, which is just a, a colic one, she was heaps happier, just stopped stopped being all colicky and gassy and everything like that. And, yeah, a much happier little baby, which is good because, it yeah, it's hard when, you know, you're not sure exactly what's wrong with them and half the time and you don't know if it is their belly or if it's something else. Or, so it's always a relief when they're uh, a bit happier. Definitely would have been a relief to figure out what was best for her little body. Yeah. Has the mixed feeding process helped you get more rest with Adam being able to take over some of that care? Yeah, definitely. It is good. At the start, I was trying to pump and I started out with a lot of milk and, you know, so I was flat out pumping and storing it all and doing everything like that. And then ended up at the month mark, it just sort of dropped off. So then I was flat out trying to use up all that milk and everything. But I find that it does make it a lot easier because even just doing that, um, I only pump every now and then if I need to, but I found just pumping every couple of hours, it's a big commitment and it, it is a lot and it takes a lot of a toll on you mentally and physically, I think. And when someone else can do some of the feeding and just take that off a little bit, you know, in the middle of the night, he can just go and make a bottle feeder if he has to or something like that. You're not constantly trying to be the only one feeding and, and do it all. It, it is a big load to try and do that. If I could, I'd still prefer to do that. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not going to happen for us. I think having such a busy lifestyle that we have as well, I think that definitely makes it easy. You know, if we're, we're out at the races or something like that, I can just make a bottle. And um, as much as breastfeeding should be a bit more accepted, I, I feel like it, you still feel awkward. Like you still feel like people just look at you funny and still judge you a bit when you are out and about. So, you know, it has been good like that with just being able to whip up a bottle in front of everyone. And, you know, no one looks at you sideways if you're giving them a bottle like they do if you're breastfeeding. It's unfortunate, but if it's something that, yeah, you can feel the most comfortable doing it this way, then that's perfect. Yeah, that's it. So you were super open to what a day with a baby might look like, and you said the only certainty would be horses, which is very on brand for you. Uh, Do you think that the lack of expectations that you placed on parenthood has helped you sort of have the flexibility to adapt to what it actually is? Definitely. It's so hard. You don't know what to expect. And yeah, we find that just keeping it open and we like we don't have much of a routine so we just work around everything and take it as it comes and make it work on the day so there's a lot of juggling and there's a lot of moving parts but it still ends up working out so yeah we're definitely definitely not good on routine or anything like that but I think keeping an open mind is good because it's so hard you don't know what to expect at all being first-time mum so yeah definitely still keeping an open mind. Yeah, no, your routine can look like whatever works for you. I know some people get really baby focused and that was my experience because I had a COVID baby. So I had nothing else to do except for (laughs) worry about wake windows and times to put the baby down or when they should be feeding, that kind of thing. Um, But you've obviously got a whole life going on at the same time with your business and um, everything else you have going on. So amazing that she's been able to slot in and uh, gets to enjoy visiting the horses in the morning with you and those kind of things. 
Speaking of routines, how has sleep looked? What were you expecting sleep to look like and how has it actually been? Uh, So to start off with, she actually slept really well. Uh, We did have our nights. I think the first night we came home from the hospital, uh, she just screamed nonstop and that was the first night we were like, I don't know what to do. We didn't know what was wrong with her. She just would not settle. And um, actually Adam's parents were driving up and they got here about 2 o'clock in the morning and I remember we just handed her to them. We're like, here, take it. Like, I don't know what to do. We cannot stop her screaming. And they literally walked in the door and we just handed them a baby and said, here. But since then, she's actually slept really well up until probably the last two or three weeks. She'd sleep, yeah, she'd wake up maybe once about three o'clock in the morning and then go back to sleep until six, six thirty, something like that. But yeah, the last few weeks, I think we're just having a bit of a, a leap at the moment and she's just been a little bit more sulky than usual and just not sleeping that well, but we're getting there. I think, yeah, hopefully we'll get through that soon and go back to our good sleep that we had. Uh, I think I definitely, before having a baby, I think I definitely probably thought it would be worse than how she has been. Yeah, just up until recently. So I guess I imagined that you know, she'd be awake all night, every night and that sort of thing. But she actually, yeah, just start with slept quite well. So that was a nice surprise anyway. <laughs> so with your in-laws visiting, did you find that a really good support for you in the days after Grace came home? Yeah, definitely. Especially from, you know, having C-section, uh, they just helped out with cooking and cleaning and all that sort of thing as well. So that really allowed me time to just be able to sit down with grace and just rest and recover and um, not have to worry about all the extra jobs and just focus on her and getting it to feed and all that sort of thing getting to know her and so yeah definitely definitely was a big help being very lucky we had a lot of family come up and had them for a little while and then we'd had aunties and uncles and everyone you know we'd have someone up for a week or two and then we'd have they'd leave and the next person would come up for a week or two and sort of just had constant support up here which was really good it's hard being away but it's really nice when um when family can come up and help out so that was great and have you managed okay with um I guess living away from most of your family um they then stay with you when they visit have you managed okay with a new baby and house guest is your house uh, I guess big enough to for that not to be too difficult yeah yeah no it has been okay there's been a couple of times when it's been fairly hectic and you know you have a lot of people here and Grace does get a little bit flustered I guess when there's a lot of people she just gets a bit unsettled she seems fine you know if you go out she's fine if there's a lot of people around but when it's in her home which I think when she's used to it being quiet and it gets a bit chaotic then I find she gets a bit chaotic as well other than that yeah no it's been working out well we're lucky that we're on a big property and there's lots of room and yeah it still works well so your dad lives kind of locally to you now. Have you found that really nice to have him around? He's great with her and it's been a good help. He's had her a few times when I've needed to it's races that she can't come to or something like that. He has taken her a few times and yeah, it's really good that she gets to spend time with him and yeah, he's a lot more infatuated with her than I thought he would be, so that's nice to see. Yeah. Oh, lovely. You mentioned leaps before. Does that mean you've been following the, is it the, the Wonder Weeks? Wonder Week. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I probably only really look at it when, if she's having a bad week and I'll go, oh, I'll just check that and see whether, you know, whether she should be having a bad week at the moment. Yeah, I have found it to be quite accurate. It is quite useful. Yeah. Grace has just been having a beautiful um, contact nap and she's just wriggling. <laughs> 
Yeah, she has the last couple of weeks. She's been just very clingy and just all about mum at the moment. So I have found yeah. we've had um, some family come up to had some aunties and uncles and grandparents come up to spend time with her, and she did not want a bar of them. So unfortunately. <laughs> It's all about mum. Yeah, it can make it really hard to get a break when they're um, going through those stages because no one else will do. That's definitely what we've been like for the last week or so, but I think we're starting to be a little bit happier with other people now, So, which is good because, yeah, it does does make it a little bit tricky, but at the same time it makes me feel a bit special when she just wants me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else you wanted to share about motherhood or your experience and how it's all gone? Not a lot. I think it's amazing about how much of a bond you do have with your baby. Um, something you definitely, well, I know I definitely didn't understand until I had her. Yeah, never been huge kid person, but definitely different when they're grown. And yeah, it's amazing how much you understand them and, you know, you sort of just know what they want and what noise means what and such a nice connection to have. So special. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing the journey of yeah, your pregnancy and then reality of when Grace arrived. It's been so lovely to be here. It's okay. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Edge of Parenthood. Next up, we'll have our fourth and final story of the season dropping in the coming weeks. If you enjoyed listening, please give us a five-star rating in your podcast app and follow us over on Instagram at theedgeofparenthood.pod.